6: I don't know y'all better act like not Hat on, suit on, suit on looking on. like a trap Give me the
7: dog. Giving a month oh, long, dress like the million bucks. some things, to things, to things, to things to in his cups. Y'all tell me, who oh, could it be for Steve
6: Harvey? Oh, yeah. said, listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Hey, listen. Be don't you join me?
8: Uh uh-huh i sure will Uh, good morning everybody you are listening to the voice (laughs) come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show man i I love it when i run up into people and they say that to me they say hey steve harvey got a radio show then they wink at me i know they are listening You know, I got a lot off my chest yesterday. I wanted to clear some things up, and I I appreciate y'all giving me a minute because sometimes, you know, you just got to say some things out loud, not complaining, but, hey, just verbalizing, but realizing that I got to keep going anyway. And that's my words this morning to you, that I want you to keep pushing no matter what happens. I want to share something with you that's important. That's very, very important. See, you have to give God something to bless. You know, if if your prayer is asking for God's blessings, you got to give him something to work with now. You know, you you, got to show the spirit of appreciation or gratitude. You got to let him know that you're in it for the long haul. No matter what happens, don't turn around. You will never, ever see what the end could be if you turn around and go back. You'll never know what the end could have been had you stuck it out. You'll never know how good it could have gotten had you not just weathered the storm. That's the thing that gets most people. They, it get tough for them, it get hard for them and then they let doubt set in and then those doubts become facts and the next thing you know, they give up. Had you not given up or had you given your best, what the results or outcome could have been? I look back on my life on so many occasions where in college I wasn't giving my best. I flunked out. Now it's easy to look at my life now and go, "Yeah, but look at you now." But back then, man, it cost me for so many years. That failing to finish, that not giving my all, it cost me a number of years. I wish I could say that it didn't mean nothing, that it was just a blimp on the radar screen screen, but at the time, it was major. And so you have a lot of decisions in your life that are happening now. You may be in your 20s, your late teens. You could be in your early 30s and it's happening. But guess what? You'll eventually get through it provided one thing. You never give up. You never turn around and go back. Had I written myself off because of one failure, see, and this is where so many people go go wrong at too. You write yourself off after you failed at something. The one thing you thought you wanted to accomplish and you failed at it, now you write yourself off as a, as a failure. Now you go settle on in to life and just see what see what hand you get. Had When I flunked out of college, had I written myself off as a failure, I wouldn't be here today. When I lost my carpet cleaning company, I would have written myself off as a failure and I wouldn't be here today. When I didn't become a diamond distributor in Amway or a direct distributor in Amway even, I would have written myself as a as a failure and I wouldn't be here today. When I bought a distribution kit to become a distributor of of uh, the Bohemian diet and I didn't make it I would have written myself as a failure when I do became an A.L. Williams distributor and I didn't make it. I would have written myself as a failure and I wouldn't be here today. Oh, I got a list for you. When I got laid off at Ford Motor Company, had I written myself as a failure, I wouldn't have made it. Do you need some more? Because I have a story filled with mishaps. I have a story. Filled with failures. A couple of things now. The grace of God and His mercy, which is available to us all. See, that's the key, y'all. Because of His mercy, because of His willingness to forgive and to even understand why we do the things we do. In all of my shortcomings, failed marriages, I'm talking about, man, got it all wrong. Can't blame nobody else. It's just me. Steve ain't have it together at that point in life. I could have ridden myself as a failure the first time. I could have, I just could have gave up on it after the second one. And, and please know, th- this is an admission. This ain't bragging. So before you start in with me, understand what I'm saying. I'm pointing out in my life, a series of missteps and failures. But how I still get here today, a couple of things. God's grace and mercy is first. But that's the key, that's for everybody. See, if it's God's willingness to forgive you and God's w- understanding of why we do what we do. Because he said we wasn't going to be perfect. So in all of your imperfections, your creator told you you would not be perfect. He said it to you. It's out there. I don't care which one of the books you read, it tells you that. So guess what? With that in mind, he has a grace that he has. It's like a grace period. It's like when you don't pay your insurance premium on the day that is due, the next day they don't just cancel your insurance premium. They have a grace period because they ain't trying to stop this money from coming in. But when it comes to God, there's no money required. He just gives you the grace freely. It don't cost you nothing. So you got to tap into that, y'all. You got to get in touch with that because that's an important part to making it, understanding that his grace is available. So when you make a mistake, so when you fail at it, He has a loophole in the contract with him that allows you to make mistakes, that allows you to get it wrong, that allows you to fail time and time and time again. But if you never give up, if you keep getting up, if you keep trying, if you keep striving, if you keep making the effort to go forward and not go back, God has a blessing for you and he has it in abundance for you and God will give it to you at the right time. But you got to be ready. Oh, I want it to be successful. But if he had given it to me back then, I wouldn't have handled it correctly because I would have made some more mistakes along the way. So you make the mistakes to learn the lessons. Lord, man, God been good to me. I ain't gonna lie to you.
9: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
10: You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced
3: Listen to the Big Take on the iHeartRadio Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, uh, let me have your attention, please. <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show is about to pop off. Tommy, yeah. do you remember how it's done? We about to pop the pop the pop off. <laughs> <laughs> you, that hurt. I missed that. <laughs> that was a good one. That's what we doing. Call it for real.
7: Good morning, Steve. I missed that, too. That was a good one. What's yeah. up, T? Junior. Junior boy. <laughs> morning, everybody. Thank
0: you, Uncle, Favorite mentor I know.
8: Who has been named formerly a friend of the Qs. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Nephew Tommy.
12: Yes, sir. Top
8: of the morning, Uncle Steve. Sure, I mean, Uncle Carla and uh, Junior Boy. All day. You just bust out singing, huh? You in a good mood? Yeah, yeah what's going on, man? It. Might sure. as well sing.
7: Yeah, Hell. it's Tuesday morning. Yeah.
8: <laughs> yeah. I'm still just here. Sing, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still just standing. Sing, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Elton John for you. Yeah, I'm still standing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. God is good. What I have learned most is is to praise and honor him in my trials and tribulations, as well as when the sun is shining ever so brightly. If you can do that. I
0: know that's right.
8: If you can praise him when it's dark outside or sunny, the reward that you will receive is beyond anything you can comprehend or imagine. I thank God. You better
7: minister. You better (laughs) minister up in here. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying?
8: (laughs) Yeah, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Because you can't have a testimony Uh without the test. Mm. You know, when I think of bad things that happen, you know what I say sometimes? Well, at least I ain't, you know, just say that. Well, at least I ain't. Well, at least I ain't. Them five well, words used to be. can help mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. When you're going mm-hmm. through something difficult, you just say mm-hmm. to yourself, well, at least I ain't.
7: Yes, Because sir.
8: you can always think of something that's happened worse. I know I can It can always be. Yeah, it can uh, always you know, man. be much worse. I have 62 years of previous experiences, and I'm certain that I have had enough bad stuff to happen to me to draw on it in times when I need them, when new bad stuff happen. Hmm. And so That's right, Steve. Oh.
7: You better talk. That's man. it. Man. That's it
8: right there. Yep. So God the God I serve is good. Man. We here. We alive. Mm-hmm. We made it to another day. Today is better than yesterday.
0: Know Bless, that. baby. Yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> sir. Yes, sir. And we Moving, are covered.
7: Man. We are covered. That's right. Man. And the blood never loses its power. No, we don't. We are covered. Yeah, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we got a we got a lot going on today. We're gonna do uh, Steve's favorite segment this morning. Ask Steve. You know he likes his oh, crazy yeah. segments. Steve yeah. So
8: you ready? Got it. Let's do it.
7: All right. Well, coming up at thirty-two after the hour. I'm still staying. Ask Steve right after yeah, this.
6: Yeah,
9: yeah, yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: Time now for Ask Steve. Steve, this is your favorite question, and Shirley's out today. I'm not going to do like Shirley and make you rush with the answers. We're going to ask you. you questions.
6: Thank
7: you. <laughs> Take your time. Do your thing. This is your segment. I'll start it off. All right. What random act of kindness has someone done for you lately?
8: Oh, man. Prayer. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's... Okay. That's my favorite random act of kindness. When people say, "Hey man, we're praying for you. We're praying for your family." Mm -hmm. You know, I like that. Uh, Of course, a dude in Cancun gave me a a dude at a watch store gave me a a very rare Cuban cigar. That act of kindness was just off the (laughs) shame. (laughs) Yeah.
7: <laughs> Prayer and then the Cuban Ooh, cigar. One, girl, two, one, right after girl, in, in that One behind the other. Girl,
8: <laughs> that,
7: that's how you ranking it
8: up. Yeah, that was pretty good
12: too. That's All cool. right, I got that's cool. one. Cool. Uh huh. you got I got do? one. I got one. What popular uh, trend thing? Or, you know, that when they say something's trendy, what what mm. trend can you not get into? Skinny
8: jeans. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that ain't no matter how it, hard you it looks, it looks too tight. No, though. No, it, it, <laughs> I can't get into it. No, I don't even try. The key to skinny jeans is you should it's be what? skinny. If exactly. you put on a pair of skinny jeans and you look like a waffle cone, uh-huh. ice cream cone <laughs> with a lot of ice yeah. cream on the top and that little skinny ass leg at the bottom, if that's how you look in your skinny jeans. If something is hanging over your skinny jeans, <laughs> you probably don't need to have them on. So ain't no need okay. me putting on little tight-ass pants, because I don't like trying to get out of tight-ass clothes, especially if you start sweating.
7: Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Noted. Okay. Skinny jeans, Tommy.
12: <laughs> Got
7: it. All right,
0: Junior. All right. All right. Uh, uh, what's a good comeback to um You Ugly? Oh. Mm. Say that again, Junior. What's a good comeback to you're ugly?
8: And you ain't.
0: Somebody says that. Fire right back. (laughs) He's ready.
8: And you ain't. you ain't. (laughs) So if one out of every eight people is ugly and you don't see the eight people. (laughs) Come on, baby. Stay with me now.
7: (laughs) Ah, that's a good one. I like it. I like it. All right. We're in the middle of Ask Steve. So here's a question, Steve. What's one thing that you're excited about that's coming in 2020 next year?
8: One thing I'm excited about that's coming in 2020? Yes, uh, sir. E- expansion globally is exciting on the horizon for me. Okay. And I praise God for it and it's all because of his grace and mercy that I can see that happening. So global expansion mm-hmm. in twenty twenty is is of is your happening. brand is Yeah, okay. it's happening. It's happening. That's
7: big though. I it's like happening. It. that's big.
12: All right, my question. Mm-hmm. What thing have you never done but always wanted? What uh, is it? You've never uh, done but always wanted.
8: Oh, I can't say that already. Well, the radio
7: version answer, please. Ain't
8: ain't no radio version answer to that one. I can't (laughs) fix that. It it just doesn't. What could it be? What can it be?
1: Yeah.
8: I I got it. Okay, ask the question again. Let me see if I can hear it a different way. Say it again. What
12: what thing have you never done Mm -hmm. but always wanted
8: to? right yep yep can't do that on the radio Yep. Sure same is. answer that same man ain't no way yeah. something i've always wanted to do but have never done it oh yeah. boy come on man i can't boy boy yeah
12: i got I, I i mean i got the same answer you got so yeah I understand. yeah yeah, boy? yeah. Boy. a version of it Boy. we all got the version
8: <laughs> of okay. it yes. okay let me think okay. of a radio version that i could try
7: Okay, we'll try. Because there's I no would, other okay, way okay,
8: yeah. it. I would like to take a yacht vacation for four months. Mm. Four months. Mm.
12: Oh huh?
8: yeah, okay. Yeah. Let's just move along. Four, four months, months out okay. on the water, but mm. I, I, off the air, I'm gonna I'm clarify that for y'all. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> Now, this this is something I really don't know about you, man, but okay. what was your first car? Like, your very first car?
8: Very that first car? Question. 1968 mm. uh, Chevy Bel Air Biscayne station wagon.
0: Mm, that mm. what you rolled in?
8: Yeah. Where'd you yeah. get that from? From Where'd my dad.
0: Oh, 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 oh. Oh, okay. Oh,
8: okay. Oh, nah, yeah, it it was a 1968. I got it in 1976. any any more damn questions
1: (laughs) Went damn near
8: 240,000 miles on it
7: but you were grateful weren't you Steve had that
8: bad boy in college used to put 13 deep in there and rode on uh, road trips got that in 76 had it for almost 2 years
7: All right, Steve ask Steve here we go what are a few secrets to living a happy life
8: Prayer, few secrets. What? Okay. faith, mm-hmm. discipline, visioning, and okay. you've got to have a strong work ethic. Uh, I think you okay. can be happy that we're. Lazy people don't do well mm-hmm. uh, with, 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 mm-hmm. with creating happy lives or making dreams come true. Undisciplined people don't do well with getting to the happy point in life or making dreams come true. Because without the work ethic, from being lazy and without the uh, discipline, the willingness to do the things that you're uncomfortable doing, you won't be able to succeed. Those are the things that I think are most important. But nothing right. tops fake. Nothing.
7: I like the I like those answers. Alright, that's it for Ask Steve. Yeah, I up.
8: like Ask Steve. Thanks so much.
7: Do you, you like it? Yeah. Alright, we'll keep it going. <laughs> uh, maybe next week we'll, we'll keep it going. You want to do it some more? Is that what you were saying? Yeah, well, i do it the, the,
8: the, every other day if you want to.
7: Okay, coming up next, we got Nephew Tommy with Run That Prank Back right after this. Yeah, you
9: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Suge Knight handed the rights of his life over to Ray J. Huh? And singer Lizzo, <laughs> crickets, <laughs> has been accused of plagiarism again. I like Lizzo. What's going on with that? But right now, nephew in the building with Run That Prank Back. What you got, nephew? All right. Uh, wrong sisters. directions to
12: sister's Grade. Wow. Wrong, wow. Directions <laughs> to <sisters> grade. <laughs> wrong direction to sister's Grade. Wrong direction to sister's grave. Hello.
13: Thank you for calling. Cemetery,
6: how may I help you? I, my name is Frederick Tamra Mc- Let me see if she's in the office. One moment,
13: please.
6: Thank you. It just don't, it don't make sense. For us all to go out there like we did, and then to run into these type of problems... that Hello? Don't have. Hello? Hello? Listen, my name is Frederick Stemons Okay. Now, my sister's system is buried out there. Okay. And we come out there last week on Monday to come out there and pray over the, the, uh, the space where she is. Now, you is the one that told us that it was a few spaces away from the mausoleum. Now, we got out there and prayed over my sister Francis' burial and found out that we was in the wrong space. And they say you is the one that told it to us. I don't even know what you're talking about. You was the one that told us that my sister...
13: I don't give out spaces. I'm in the administrative office.
6: I don't know where you work. All I know is you was the one that told us this.
13: No, I didn't.
6: Yes, you did. You was the one that my grandbaby said that she talked to a woman named Tamara. And you had us out there standing over some white man's body, and it wasn't right. I'm not
13: a counselor, so I can't tell you where a space is, so... Your granddaughter lied
6: to you. Ain't nobody lied to me. You had us out there in the wrong
13: space. I couldn't pra- have had you in the wrong space because I don't even know the cemetery.
6: You know what? I'm going to send my grandbaby up there to talk to you.
13: Okay. I'll be here till 5.
6: You're very mischievous. You know that? I'll
13: be here till 5 o'clock. You, you have a good day. No,
6: you don't you hang up this phone on me.
13: You have a good day.
6: No, I'm not going to have a good day. You had me praying over my sister Francis' body That was the wrong one. And we sitting there praying over this white man's body. Get out, get, in, get out, It wasn't right. Hello, I'm listening to you. You don't have an apology or nothing.
13: Because I know I didn't tell your granddaughter
6: where a space was. Then what did you tell her?
13: I don't even know who your granddaughter is.
6: What do you mean you the Simmons family? We were out there. I don't
13: know who the Simmons family is. It's boss. not Simmons. It's
6: Stimmons. Stimmons.
13: I don't know a Simmons family. That's what I'm telling you. I'm not a counselor. I don't even deal with family.
6: Here's what I need you to do. Can you go out there and pray over my sister body?
13: I don't know where your
6: sister is buried. It's supposed to be been six spaces away from the mausoleum. I
13: don't... Are there any spaces? Yeah. Where is, it, where is it at? Section
6: two. Section two? We was in section two, but it was some white man. We was, that, that, it, it wasn't my sister Francis.
13: Okay, I don't even know who your sister Francis is. I do not even know where Section 2 is. Whoever came into the cemetery and said that they spoke to me, they probably did speak to me, and I probably got the information from a counselor, but I never showed them exactly where the spot was. So if they were out there praying over your sister and they were in the wrong spot, that's not my problem.
6: They're praying over some white man. That's it,
13: not my problem, sir.
6: If you, the wrong, if, if, if you gave the wrong information, it is just spot. Let me explain ex- to you. I
13: don't give the wrong information. Tyron. I told them, yes, she's in section two. Let but I did ex- not physically go out there and point to the spot to tell them to pray over that spot.
6: Let me explain what I'm trying to, to, to stop from happening. If my people come up there, it's going to be some more bodies getting buried. And I don't want nobody to get okay, hurt. Okay,
13: I mean, your family can come up here. It's not going to be no more bodies being buried. What they can do is come up here, right, and we can conversate about this. But it's not going to be an up up here.
6: I want you to go out there and you
13: pray over Francis' body. I'm not going out to pray over nobody's body. You it's, ain't not, got, it's not you my ain't. family member. I didn't tell them the wrong information. Do they you love in the Lord? Do you love the Lord? I
6: dearly do. Then you ought to have some sympathy. I want you to bow your head right now.
13: No, I'm going to um end this conversation Grace because God, I have other I'll work to do. Now, if they the want to come in friends. and talk to me, I will be here until five o'clock.
6: Can I say one more thing before you go? You
13: can say one more thing, and I'm ending the call.
6: Okay,
12: this nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning <laughs> Show, you just got pranked, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
6: You are crazy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> your sister Tamika set you up, baby.
12: And you just got it, baby, from nephew Tommy. <laughs> Boy, you were standing your ground. You're like, uh uh-uh, uh, no. Just because you wasn't prayed over the wrong body, that don't mean nothing. I ain't got nothing to do with that. every <laughs> day. All right, check it out. You got to tell me one thing. What's the baddest radio show in the land?
13: The RV. That
12: was
9: cute. boy Tommy?
12: Uh-huh. You got to know how to get to somebody's grave. You know, you'll wind up at the wrong one. You know, there ain't no streets in the cemetery, so you got to know how to get. You know what I'm saying? You, you get it, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You play too okay. much, though. This. That's,
7: that's this. too far, nephew. Yeah. I yeah
12: somebody, you can't be yeah. over there praying over this white man's grave, and this ain't. Are we in the wrong grave. That don't work.
8: Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, well, yeah. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they can't hear the prayer no house.
0: <laughs> Steve, <laughs> that's a true statement though.
8: You should be standing right on top of the grave. I promise you.
12: <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs>
8: <laughs> Ain't nobody heard it. Damn, Columbia.
12: Columbia. Columbia, South Carolina, <laughs> the nephew is coming to town. Two shows, Friday, two Saturday, and a 3 o'clock matinee on Sunday. You heard what I said. Two Friday, two Saturday, Sunday, 3 o'clock matinee. And that's the show you don't want to miss. Two Friday, two Saturday, one on Sunday. Nephew, Columbia, South Carolina, the comedy house.
8: I'll be so, there. so, Tommy, the Sunday one is at 3?
12: At 3 o'clock. Uncle Steve, man, I, wow. I didn't think it would work at first.
8: When I mean, I, when times I tried, have change. I never. It, it works, man. Work. It's, it's a new day now, so.
12: Yeah, cause you know, oh. I got to be work Monday mornings. You know, so I try to pay attention. You know, do something different. I try to get to work on time. I try to grow yes, up. Yes, you
8: day, do. You now, n- <laughs> n- now you do.
7: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all at work. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't understand that.
8: <laughs> boy, I used to be
12: trifling back in the day, man. Boy, boy, I heard. Good boy, God, I, I was trifling. surely. Um, did, did, I mean did, call did
8: he
7: really call in.
12: <laughs> I'm listening, No,
8: He would call I would call him. He answered the phone. Hello. <laughs> I said, Tommy, Whoa. Uncle, Uncle, why you why you calling me? What what you want? I said, <sighs> oh, what I want, we at work. Oh wow. Work. <laughs> that <used to> be <laughs> That's unbelievable. Show. But this was twice oh. a week minimum.
12: <laughs> That's that LA nightlife I was in, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't yeah. no good. Hey. <laughs> that L.A. nightlight. <laughs> All right, world.
7: nephew. Well, I'm glad you changed a little bit. Coming up, we got entertainment and national news at the top of the hour. You're listening
9: to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever place your money line prop and parlay bets with a king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
3: You can only fake it till you make it for so
13: long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson.
3: How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world?
15: Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: In today's entertainment news, Suge Knight just handed over his life to Ray J. Now, the death row founder Mm. sold his rights to uh, Ray J, and Suge is in prison for 28 years and trusts Ray J to do right by him and pick the right projects. Suge thinks his life could make a great movie, TV movie, or even a book. Now, keep in mind, you know, Ray J, his investment portfolio, it includes, you know, consumer electronics, you know he has those electric scooters, and you know cannabis business. So Ray J is doing his thing. So what do you guys think? Ray uh, J is actually
8: a good, a good guy, man. Uh, I like had Ray a chance J. to talk with him. Oh, I like Ray J at the um, mm-hmm. at the um, Kentucky Derby last year. Really, really, oh, really? cool dude. Okay. I mean, I've known him for years, but we actually sat out. Yeah, really, really smart, uh-huh. smart kid, man, and and really, really putting up putting forth a big effort in the business, world. Have you sat down and talked to Suge Knight? No, I try nine nah, I ain't I ain't, I ain't been nowhere where he at. You <laughs> yeah.
7: in no I'm ain't chopped anywhere. I'm not gonna do
8: I'm not to do my next twenty eight inside. <laughs>
7: <laughs> okay Wow <laughs> All right, well that's good for Ray J. You know, he's doing his so thing. So what does he get, and Carly?
12: I mean, he gets the rights to do a movie on Suge. What else does he get though? Is I don't get it. Does he get I, I more than get that? I mean, well, I'm pretty says, sure it's know, a
8: profitable
12: venture.
7: Yeah, okay. yeah. He may even bring yeah. who knows Death Row Records back. You know the label. It could be right. all. That's what it. I'm
8: saying. So uh-huh. it's more than, okay. than uh-huh. just a movie. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know anything. Uh, you who knows? Yeah. yeah who
4: knows know. what the? I think it would be a good for.
8: movie though. Okay. But I think it's so too. it's not. I mean, it's not going to even rival uh, Compton. You know, it's uh, not. That yeah. that movie was yeah. a really, really, oh, really straight good out of Compton. movie. Oh, straight, True, out of
7: Compton. straight out of Compton was very good. Yeah. It was excellent. Yeah, it was a really good movie. Yeah. We know the end of And we of know how the
8: movie go in. Uh what would you all think of this though? What would you all what? think of a biopic of the kings of comedy? Love it. Uh
12: you know excellent.
8: I mean, Steve. had somebody had I actors like really play the role and show the tour. Because, you yeah. know, this year coming is mm-hmm. 20 years.
0: Mm-hmm.
8: 2020 is the 20-year reunion of the Kings of Comedy. The wow, movie. look at the time.
0: Hey, uh, was, it, was it always peaceful on tour with y'all? Did y'all always get along?
8: Yeah, I mean, you know, we had moments, you know what I mean? But it that's was always... Have,
12: that's, that's what's going to make it. Freaking yeah, you know, that's what I... Was,
8: I mean, you know, we had some moments back then Now, you know, but mostly it wasn't amongst ourselves. It was with, you know, people that was with people. That was most of the drama oh, backstage. The entourage. Well, not even really the entourage, but people who would get back what? like the friends of the promoters would be backstage and bring people uh-huh, and okay. all like that. That was most Random of drama. people. I mean, you know, I mean we yeah. all got along. Said and DL and B. You know, we was all Uh grown. You know, we wasn't backstage arguing and all like this. It wasn't none of that. Do your time. You going long. It wasn't all that. No. Yeah. No. But the problem we had backstage was the people. And then when we toured with the queens sometimes, Mm -hmm. that's where, you know, because they crew was back there. Put that in the movie, too. You
12: know? Yeah. They go in
7: there. Yeah. They go right in there. We yeah. want to see all that. Yeah. That sounds good. That's the opening scene right like there. That. Yeah. I like that. All right. Well, we got to switch gears. We got to get to
8: uh, the headlines for today, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp.
16: Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. This is Andrew with the news. Let's get it on on Capitol Hill today. Democrats continue to look into whether President Trump used military aid as leverage to get the Ukrainians to hopefully dig up dirt on Joe Biden and his son. Investigators in the House of Representatives expected to hear from the top U.S. diplomat in the Ukraine, Bill Taylor. Now, Taylor's on record as having said basically that it would be unwise to withhold security assistance for help with a political campaign, so we have to see what he says. President Trump, meanwhile, says that the Democrats are trying hard to impeach him for political reasons only. So he's marshalling the troops. I
1: think they want to impeach me because it's the only way they're going to win. They've got nothing. All they have is a phone call that was perfect. These people are trying to destroy the country. It's a very bad thing what they're doing. The president of the United States should be allowed to run the country not have to focus on this kind of
16: crap. The vast majority of the GOP continue to back Trump. However, a few have indicated that they'd be open to voting for impeachment depending on what concrete evidence of wrongdoing turns up. Meanwhile, the U.S. Secretary of Defense, Mike Pompeo, arrived in Afghanistan yesterday. That was a surprise. He's seeking to reassure our allies that the U.S. military remains committed to that region. In fact, the Pentagon chief says the Trump administration may leave some forces in northern Syria to make sure that the oil fields there don't fall into the hands of a revitalized Islamic state. That assurance, of course, coming on the heels of last week's pullout of about a thousand U.S. troops abandoning America's Kurdish allies who helped the U.S. fight and incarcerate ISIS forces. But even though Trump's been criticized by both Democrats and Republicans for that one, he stands by the decision.
1: We never agreed to You know, protect the Kurds. We fought with them for three and a half to four years. We never agreed to protect the Kurds for the rest of their lives.
16: However, the Kurds in Iraq and Syria see things differently. They see it as a betrayal. In fact, they threw garbage and other stuff at the military vehicles carrying American troops out of Syria yesterday. A scary case in Alabama two people under arrest in connection with the apparent abduction of a three year old little black girl named Camille McKinney from a birthday party in Birmingham. Her whereabouts remain a mystery. The FBI is involved. A Latina who's been making her money as a senior civil rights investigator in Ohio has been fired for saying that she hates black people and that black people are unappreciative dogs. Julia Costa growman employed by Ohio's Human Relations Council, went on a racist rant, apparently, to a black bartender who determined she had a little bit too much to drink. Asked her to be a little quieter because other patrons were really saying she was complaining loudly, listing the reasons she hated black people. When asked about it, Costa said, oh, no, she was only thrown out of the bar for using adult language. However, the owner of the place has her vicious racist rant on video. She's, again, fired. And today is National Knee Day. That's a part of the body you don't think about unless you hit it. Ah! Oh! Back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
9: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: Okay, Steve, guys, let's talk about being healthy. Did you guys see former First Lady Michelle Obama share a photo on social media of her recent Mm-mm. workout session? Mrs. Obama is seen performing a lunge while lifting a huge medicine ball. Over her head with the caption, it doesn't always feel good in the moment, but after the fact, I'm always glad I hit the gym. She looks so good I'm forever, first lady. Anyway, Steve Junior Tommy. Now according to a new survey, the average adult only feels perfectly healthy with no aches, no pains,
8: twelve oh wait, days say, a month. Oh well, I know I, I know I ain't having one of them twelve days right now.
12: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Mike, who are they, they getting these surveys from? Yeah,
8: I got a couple eights right now.
7: <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh. That means, guys, listen to this. We're only feeling good less than half the year. So let's talk about self-care, Steve. You know, we're always talking about living a healthy lifestyle. Give us some points, some tips, what we gotta do to, to Right after some good loving, trends. I
12: feel good. I feel real good. So I'm just gonna tell you.
7: Right
12: after that, so oh, that's his mortgage. name is not D. Oh, I oh okay. <laughs> I it's always good the good
8: same to get the same? Call it. Always good to same. get a dose. That way, I sound way more intelligent.
7: <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. So it's yeah, a yeah. plan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
8: Oh, see, in, I don't mind go letting in. him what talk because <laughs> it, it. When I do talk, people go, "Thank you, Jesus."
9: I'm
8: so glad Steve on that show. <laughs>
9: okay,
8: okay You know what, I've been working out pretty consistently What I decided to do was really invest in my health i tell you what a guy told me And he doesn't make the living that I make And I was talking to him And he says, I spend $300,000 a year on health And I went, what? How much? Huh? Wow He said 300000 Now this guy makes about, half. he makes about three mil a year He makes a Mm. lot of money. That's a lot of money, y'all. I'm not. So he said he spends $300,000 a year. And I went, man, that's 10% of your income. income. Spend it on health. And so he said, what do you have more important than your health other than your time Mm. on earth? And if your Mm. time on earth is not a good quality time, what is that? He said, why would you not spend 10% of your income to take care of your health? And and that stopped me. And I'll tell you the rest when we come back. you got to warm. tell
12: me this. I want to
8: know yeah. what he's yeah. doing. Okay.
7: Yeah. So I, I'll tell it to wow. you. All right. Well, coming up at 34 after the hour, Steve will tell us more about a healthy lifestyle right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Steve, so we were talking about healthy lifestyle. We were talking about the picture of Michelle Obama on social media trending. And you were telling us a story about a guy that spends $300,000 of his income on health, on his healthy lifestyle.
8: That's a lifestyle. lot, That's well, a lot of you, money to but, invest but, but, on that. Okay, but think about it now. Well, he's just doing 10% of his income. So
1: mm-hmm. let's just right.
8: say your income is 50000 10% okay. of that is five grand. Yeah. Right. A year.
7: Okay. Yeah. For your yeah. health. Yeah. A hundred thousand. Okay. I see.
8: You're spending ten thousand a year on your health.
1: On if you yeah, make a on million your okay.
8: dollars, you're spending a hundred thousand a year on your health. I mean, mm-hmm. why are we going to work if it's not for health and happiness? You know, right. because your two most important things are your health and your, and your happiness. So now, Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be successful. Everybody wants to be happy. Your two most important things, excuse me, is your health and your time. So now let, he broke it down for me. He said, Steve, okay. I hire a trainer who trains mm-hmm. me. I have a stretcher who makes sure I'm properly stretched. I hire a nutritionist to monitor my meals. I do my mm-hmm. quarterly blood work. He said mm-hmm. I have a yoga instructor and gym equipment and memberships. Wow. And mm-hmm. he just supplements. All of his supplements, you know, pills, mm-hmm. you know, powders, whatever he's taking. Uh,
1: he purple, said, yeah.
8: that totals $300,000 a year. And I went, wow. He, mm. in, good s- hey, look, he in good shape. Huh? He looked good. He looked good. He, look he look good. good. he was 64 years old. And I oh, said, man. man. Wow. And so he says, Steve, how much do you spend Priorities. a year? Mm-hmm. And I said, man, I don't spend 300000 He said, you're making right. a serious mistake. He said, mm-hmm. now you make more money than me. He said, why would you not spend more money? He said, that's a mistake, man. He said, think mm-hmm. about it. Prioritize yourself. He said, how much do you spend on clothes a year? I said, you talking about me or my wife? Them He said, if you're spending more on clothes than your health, something's wrong. Mm. And I had to stop. Mm. And I said, wow, something's wrong. So mm. what I did was I did exactly that. I got a trainer, a stretcher, a nutritionist. I do my blood work. I don't like yoga. I got all types of gym stuff. <laughs> I take mm-hmm. care of my supplements. And when I looked up, I was spending, you know, a bit more. I mean, if you look at LeBron James, LeBron James released that mm-hmm. He spends over a million dollars Yeah. to, st- oh, to oh. take care of his body and stay in shape. Stay, he right. he in got shape, those yeah. special things in his home and stuff like that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I think we have to look at it like that in terms of your income. And it all relative based on how much you make. But 10% of your income uh, going towards your health, it makes sense once you think about it. So if you make forty thousand dollars a year and you spend it four thousand dollars on your health, that uh, that's right. kind of like a smart investment, right?
7: Mm-hmm. Right. No, that's right. and that's a ROI return on your investment. That right. is an <laughs> as ROI as well. for real. Okay. For real. And right. so
8: I just looked at it. I don't have to spend ten percent of my income a year. Quite but you naturally. You bumped it up mm-hmm. some, though. But I bumped, it, I bumped it up considerably. And I did. Well, when I hired me a trainer, I have a stretcher. Mm-hmm. I just lost my okay. stretcher. I'm looking for another one uh, yes. because she wanted to move back to Atlanta. And so we lost our stretcher. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we'll find another one. And I got a great nutritionist, you know. Oh, 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 oh. And chef. So, you yeah. know. Uh-huh. The intake. Yeah, man. So you got it. That, you it got my attention sense, on right? this one. It Girl, makes
0: mine. sense. Yeah, man. yeah I mean, too. I never but, thought about that.
7: But the way you're breaking it down too, as well, you don't have to be a millionaire or no. making six figures to take no. care of your health. No. You...
8: No. Relative yeah, so. to the money you make is what you should be investing in your health.
7: Yeah, your budget. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that. All right. That's good. Healthy lifestyle. We we saving lives here on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Coming up next, Nephew Tommy. He is here with today's prank phone call right after this.
9: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's strawberry letter, the subject is this man has a thing for chocolate. But right now, Nephew Tommy is here with today's prank phone call. What you got, Nephew?
12: Carla, we're going to rob a bank today, baby. It's the limo bank job. The limo bank job. Let's go. Come on,
14: now.
17: Come on. We're going to rob a bank right now, baby. (laughs) Good afternoon. How can I help you? I'm trying to get Cecil. Yeah, this is Cecil. Hey, Cecil, my, one of my boys gave me your number, man. I'm trying to get a, uh, a car service for tonight. Okay, listen, this is my personal number. Do you, do you have the, the, the main number? Man, I keep calling the main line, but ain't nobody answering. I done called that about six, seven times. It keep rolling over to like a, to a voicemail or something. Okay, 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 brother, what's your name? My name's Tony. Okay, listen, Tony, I got a customer in the back. Let me get them. Can You You got a few moments? I'm going yeah, the drop-off. W- Let w- me get the door for them and all you that. Want me I call you back? back? Hold the phone. All right. Okay. Cool. All right. Thank you. Have a good evening. All right, Tony. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. Now, uh, you saying you called the main line and you just keep going to voicemail or something like? I that? Keep calling the main line, but you know, I, I know I'm calling at the last minute, dog. I'm trying to get a um, get a car for you tonight, man. Okay. What you need? What, what, listen, we, we got a we got the SUV. We got a, a sedan or two. We got a couple limos, white or black. What you need? If I could get a, I guess a, a like a black limousine, it'd be cool. Okay. We got that. We got that. What time? Where I'm picking you up? What time? What it cost? You know, for an hour. Cause all I need is an hour. Where's it's Sixty-five dollars an hour, but we only do three hour minimum. The first three hours. Sixty-five. Okay. F- oh, okay, yeah. okay. Okay. See, hey, well, see, see, sir. So all I need is an hour, man. Really, like forty-five minutes. So, do you think they'll work with me? Well, you can't get them, so you're dealing with me. I, uh, let me see. Let me. I tell you what. I, I'll do you for a hundred fifty dollars, and I'll take care of you. But now I'm, I want you to know, I'm going to let them know everything. So I got to have either credit card or receipt or something on the cash to let them know, because I'm not no crooked brother. I'm going to let them know everything that I'm doing. Will that work for you? 150 I, I can give you 150 when you pick me up. That's no problem there. Where am I picking you up and at what time? All right, I'm at 98, 98 <coughs> Village Drive. 98 <coughs> Village <coughs> Drive. Okay. <coughs> and where am I taking you, sir? I'm going downtown on Capitol Street downtown the capitol street all right and what time am i picking you up you could give me like a, at 11:45 45 at night that'd be good 11:45. 45 okay that 45 minutes to an hour you're gonna need 11:45. 45 to make it i see 12 45 okay good there um let me see and uh, downtown capital what you didn't give me an address i don't really know the address i'm going to um to bank bank downtown, all right? Right. Um, can I ask you something, uh, uh, Tony, right? Uh, yeah. I'm not trying to get in your business, and uh, we don't ask questions usually, but a-, a bank at night's gonna be closed. I mean, you, 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 you're you not going to work, because I gotta take you back. So you're dropping off to something, somebody, something like nah, that, No, no, no. I ain't dropping nothing nah, but I'm picking something up. See what, see, what I need you to do is just right here. I'm gonna go in there, and I'm gonna be in there probably like about 15 minutes. But when I come out, man, I need you to have the car running, and we need to get of there. Wait a minute. You you asking me to, to run you down to a bank at midnight, and you picking something up at midnight, and I got to be ready to go when you come out. Me and my boys, when we come out of there, just come, when, when we get in, when we get back in the back of the, the, the limo, I need you to I need you to put the pedal down, man, and let's get out of there. Look here, young 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 brother. Well, how, how old are you, man? I'm 24. Yeah, that's what I figured. Look here, man. It sounds like you're in some kind of shady. I don't do that, brother. That that. Hey, hold I, on, I, on, hold I man, on, phone.
1: man. Yo, you a
17: driver, dog? Your job is to drive. If you pick somebody up, first of all, you ain't supposed to be asking nobody where they going, what they f- doing. You're f- supposed to drive. Okay, let me so stop. You, what I'm let telling me, you is, man. Let me once we come out it. the bank, f- drive, f- drive. Let me stop you. That's why I'm driving, instead of working somewhere else driving, because I was ignorant like you at one time. Now let me tell you something, but I don't know your business and really don't care at this point in time. I'm not doing no crazy like this yet. brother. Let me tell you something, man. What you need to do is get your young into some type of training school or something to find yourself a job. You gonna go down there and them gonna blow your brains out. Hey, hey, I, I ain't really trying to hear all this right here. What I'm trying to do is pay you this one fifty. You drive me where I'm trying to go and, and you bring me back me right to my apartment. By now. Look, 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 brother, listen, you can't get right now. Not even no advice. You need to listen to me. That's what's wrong with you, young. Now, y'all crazy. Get rich right all overnight type. Shit. Boy, you need to slow down because they got some. You feel me? They got hey, man, some. First- hold on, hold on, hold on, man. Hold on. What you know? You don't know nothing. You don't know yeah, me I don't at need all. to know you, brother. How are you going to be preaching to me, dog? Because I've been there, man. That's why I'm driving the limo. Because I've been there. Young brother, I'm trying to keep you from going there because you won't like it. Look at, Tony, I don't know what to tell you at this point. First of all, I'm not doing it, so you can cut that out. Okay? Now I'm thinking of you and all the other young brothers that do this dumb. Shit. You watch too many of them movies or something. Brother, you need to get your straight, because they got a place for you. Bro, let me tell you something. They read my mouth, I read it. Anything my mama told me, they didn't want me to know they cut it out. Do you feel me? They looked at me every night where they wanted to. Fed me garbage that I had to eat or die. You ain't ready for that, man. You ain't ready for... Why the think he got your name? You brothers don't know what the going on out here. You got it too easy. See? Now you're talking about going down there, robbing the bank. You ain't no bank robber. You don't sound like no thug or with a limo. The way you go, you ain't making nothing, because they will blow your young away about their paper. You don't understand that. And you so ain't ready for no jail
1: Can I say one
17: more thing to you? Yeah, Yeah, what is it? All I want to do is tell you this, that I'm nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and your boy Cordell got me to prank phone call you. I don't give a who you are. If you around with them folks downtown, they're going to blow your they're gonna give you hundred years under the jail. Did you, you, feel did, it, you did you Did you just hear what I just said, though? What you said? Somebody? Well, my partner. You know, I, I. No, 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 no. I said I'm nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your boy, the other, another driver, Cordell, got me to prank phone call you. Nephew Tommy. <laughs> oh, you mean Steve Harvey on the radio? <laughs> No, man, no, no, no. This is, are you serious, man? Hey Cecil, your boy Cordell got me the prank phone call, you man. I'ma get that <laughs> I'ma <gonna> get that Man, <laughs> you lit my fire, man. Don't you know that? I'm in my fight mode. Fight power. <laughs> he said, be careful. He said, Big Cecil, he been he been down there, he done, done some time. Yeah, yeah. Been there. Been there. All right, man. Calm down, baby. Calm down, man. I got one more question to ask you, man. What's the baddest radio show in the land? <laughs> I won't say Nephew Tommy, but Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> I got you, baby. Me and your boy,
12: Cordell, got you. Yeah, well, I'm going to get here. If I ever meet you, brother, I owe you one, too.
7: <laughs> Old school right there, wasn't he? <laughs> man,
12: wasn't yeah. Old school. Yeah, he
7: wasn't about that. Oh, <laughs> he's serious. No, he wasn't. No. He tried to
6: help him, too. You know, I love that. <laughs> yeah,
12: you you're you're finna get yourself in trouble, young man. That's what you're finna do. <laughs>
6: Yeah, Friday, no bank? You don't even know what
12: you're doing, man. Nobody call no <laughs> the limo to rob no bank anyway. You're stupid. Stupid.
6: <laughs> Friday, Saturday, right. Sunday.
12: I'm going to be real stupid Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Columbia, South Carolina at the Comedy House. Two shows Friday, two Saturday, and a 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock PM, matinee on Sunday. Tickets on sale right now. The nephew, the fool, is coming to town. That's all I got for you. All right. Yeah. That's
7: all you got for us. Well, how's it going? Ready to love Ready Mr. to Holmes love is popping, man. Home. Oh, my
12: God. We got yeah. uh, uh, the first episode, got the best views it had either, past the whole uh, first season. So, I'm excited. I got to oh. learn these numbers. My man, my man over here be knowing all the time. I do not know numbers of television. The ratings so I got and some all that I, got some ratings. I got some homework no. to do.
8: Yes. Well, yes, yes, here's yes. a good story. You still on? Huh? Yes. Yeah. yeah.
12: That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the, the main side. number. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's oh, watching. Oh, right don't
8: worry, here. dog. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> they'll, they'll notify you.
7: <laughs> well, I hope that ain't that no jobs. 15 episode, uh, Tommy. It was pretty good. Pretty good. Thank you. So I gotta keep jump it. Jumping, baby. Ready yeah. to
12: love. Saturday, baby. 10 east On. to 9 central. Don't miss it.
7: On the OWN Network. All right, coming up, nephew. Top of the hour, we got today's strawberry letter. And Mr. Harvey will read the letter right after this.
9: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
15: They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world. Until it didn't. i came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out.
13: You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson.
3: How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in
15: the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationship, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more... Submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. My girl Shirley Strawberry is off again today. So Steve Harvey will do the honors and read the letter and I'll respond. So let's go,
12: nephew. Let's go, let's go. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter.
8: Yeah, Strawberry Letter, everybody. Subject, this man (laughs) has a thing for chocolate. Huh? here we go. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a divorced 58 year old black woman dating a 61 year old white man that I met on a dating site for black people. I thought it was strange that he was on a site that is for blacks, but I guess he likes what he likes. Well, this man fell head over heels for me on the first date. He got up and kissed me at least four times that night while we were at dinner. Well, since then, he sends me texts throughout the day, at least ten a day, to tell me he's thinking about me and he misses me. We go out on dates twice a week, and we've had and we have sex at least once a week, and he's great in bed. So this man is a dream come true, right? Well, I got a few problems with him, and I need your advice. I have only known this man for a month and he told me that he loves me and he's been shopping for an engagement ring. He wants to get married by 2020. Hmm. The other problem is since we started having sex, he now likes to refer to me as his black or chocolate everything. (laughs) I went from being a hot babe to a chocolate hot babe. He now refers to me as his beautiful black girlfriend when we're on dates and it's getting on my nerves. I will have to have a conversation with him in due time, but I need to make sure that I'm going to stay with him first. He was on a dating site for black singles, but he says I'm the first black woman he has dated. So my question is, am I trying to create a problem where one does not exist? Is it possible that this man did fall in love at first sight and he's just happy to be in a relationship with a black queen? Please give it to me straight. Sure will.
7: Well, my queen, here we go. It sounds like an easy fix, though. I mean, you have to talk to this guy, and you have to... You know, let him know that there is an issue that you'd like to address with him, and let him know it's a sensitive issue. So, if it's bothering you that he, you know, it sounds like it's a racial issue for you. So, if it's bothering you that he is calling you, you know, chocolate or black, anything, you need to let him know that because in any relationship, regardless of race, any relationship, if you have an issue with that person, there's going to be some things that are that are said or some things that are done. That you aren't going to like And so you have to be able to talk to that person about it If you're not comfortable with that situation Now as far as you guys, you know, moving too fast You haven't been dating for that long So you have to decide I mean, you're 58 years old So you should by now have a good judge of character And so you should know if this is a guy that you really want to be with I mean, if it feels good to you Then you have to move forward with this relationship and so if you have to decide you have to say if marriage is what you want then this is the guy that you should be with otherwise then you need to step back and see what's going on with this relationship and take things slowly so you have to determine if you're moving too fast but you are 58 years old so you have to decide if you want to get married or not and then you know talk to him about this racial issue that you're having about black or or chocolate or things like that because if you were dating a brother and he called you black or chocolate or something like that, you wouldn't have a problem with it. So maybe he's just not aware that that's a sensitive issue with you because of his race. So you got to be able to talk to him about
8: that. Okay? Steve? Well, this is a a different one. So here we go. Yeah. 58-year-old black woman dating a 61-year-old white man. Met him on a dating site for black people. I just want to let that sink he wants
7: in. To
8: let that marinate. <laughs> See, he ain't the only one that's weird. You weird too. See, what? so let's not just put the weirdness on him. Is it weird that he was on a dating site for black people? It ain't weird that you picked the one white man that's on the site for black people. Mm. See, everybody playing playing a little thing here now. He like what he saw, you like the fact that he liked what he saw and you like what you saw. So we really ain't got no problem here. Two people have found each other, sound like to me. This man fed, fell head over heels for me on the first date. Got up, kissed you at least four times that night while we was at dinner. Since then, text 10 a day thinking about me, miss me. Y'all go on dates twice a week. We have sex at least once a week and he's great in bed. Okay. That ain't nothing rare. So this man is a dream come true, right? Well, are you asking me? Well, it seems like you, you happy right now, but you got a problem with him. Right. You've known this man for a month. He told me he loves me and he's been shopping for an engagement ring. He wants to get married by 2020. That's month after next. <laughs> <laughs> the other problem <laughs> is since we started having sex, he now likes referred to me as his black or chocolate, everything. Yeah, you know, oh, this, this is my little black honey bunch. Mm-hmm. This is my little chocolate thing. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I know why he's doing this as a man. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give it to you when we come back. I know exactly what's going mm-hmm. on. But you got to find you out if it. this is something you... Yeah, I know. He's a dude. Mm-hmm. He's a dude. I know exactly why he's doing it. Okay. Okay.
6: All right, well, I'll Steve is going to break it out. down.
8: All right,
7: part two of his response at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. This man has a thing for chocolate, Steve.
8: Well, recap. here's this 58-year-old black woman. who met this 61-year-old white man that I met on a dating site for black people. I thought it was strange that he was on that site for blacks. Well, I think it's strange that you got the only white man that was on the site for blacks. So now, it, it <laughs> I mean, that, let's let's just be real with it now, sister. So we really ain't got a problem here. There's two people like what they like. You like him, he like you. She said, but I guess he likes what he likes. Well, don't you like what you like? All the black men on there, you end up with the white man. What's the problem? Ain't no problem. Y'all got each other. What's the matter? He went on a date, got up, kissed you four times at night, text you 10 times a day. Y'all go on dates once a week. We have sex. We go on dates twice a week. We have sex at least once a week. He's great in bed. So this man's a dream come true, right? I got a few problems that I need your advice. I've only known this man for a month. He told me he loves me and he's been shopping for an engagement ring. He wants to get married by 2020. Okay, you don't think this is moving kind of fast? I do. After 30 days, he wants to buy an engagement ring? You don't even know him. Because now you've already developed this one problem in 30 days since we started having sex. He now likes to refer to me as his black or chocolate everything. I went from being a hot babe to a chocolate hot babe. Well, he should have called you his hot chocolate. Hot chocolate babe, that would have been. But he now refers to me as his beautiful black girlfriend when we on dates and it's getting on my nerves. My question to you if he was dating a white girl, would he call her, This is my beautiful white girlfriend? But he has referred right. to you as his beautiful black girlfriend. I'm finna teach you something now. Mm. Now, you his black this or his black that and his chocolate this and his chocolate that. And you're gonna have to have a conversation with him in due time. I need to make sure that I'm gonna uh, be staying with him at first because he was on dating site for black singles, but he says I'm first black woman he's dated. Wait a minute, hold up. Okay, see, <laughs> it's too much going on here. <laughs> he on the dating site for black women, you the first black woman he ever dated. He's 61. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Really. You've been attracted to black women for a long time. That's why your ass is on the dating site. So let's just go and stop this yeah. right now. This ain't brand new, mm-hmm. partner. Now, mm-hmm. if it is brand new, I want to tell you why you're being referred to as black this and chocolate this and black this with me. Because there's an old saying that uh, women of color are the forbidden fruit. There's an old saying. Now, I'm just going to teach you something. You don't have to be stuck on the old saying or not. Is it because this is new to him? Is this because you are a novelty to him? Mm -hmm. Is this because you are fulfilling a fantasy to him? Is this because you are this new item to him? Could you have become his very own prized possession? I finally got my very own chocolate so-and-so. I got my own black this or that. So now the extra label is because it's fulfilling a fantasy that he's had and now he has it and men have to put it in a category. So you are my black, hot, black thing, my hot, black, chocolate babe. He wouldn't Mm -hmm. say none of this if you were white. But now, since you are getting called this or that and you've only known him for a month, what I want you to do is take your time, Mm -hmm. slow your roll with Mm -hmm. this diamond ring. Because right now, y'all have not Y'all going out twice a week, you having sex once a week. He's great in bed. Mm -hmm. The only problem you got is Mm -hmm. you black this or Have y'all gotten mad at each other yet? Come on. Mm. (laughs) See, because this Uh is going to happen in the relationship. Have y'all had a real, real disagreement? And Then what are they going to find? Because then you Mm. might find out that you might be a little bit more than hot chocolate. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Or or my black girlfriend. You might find out that you might be something else. So I think you need to let this relationship develop a little bit more to make sure that you're not part of a fetish, a long-time-fulfilled fantasy, and just up in here, finally, he got his very own black or his own chocolate. Now, that's not the case with all interracial couples. I'm just referring only to this strawberry letter because there are a lot of interracial couples that's working just fine and don't have all Mm -hmm. these references. Or you could have that little reference every now and then. You know, like, you might want to call him, you know, you you my little frosty snow pop. You know, you my little <laughs> snowflake. You know, you might want to call him some of that. You know, and okay. you know, he get cute with you. You know, you my little chocolate drop. You know, all that's sexy. But, you know, you finna be my little white icicle or something. You understand? That we, yeah. we, we finna put these names on yeah. each other.
0: You gon' you go get called something.
8: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just telling you me. Hey, we are. You my little snowflake. You finna be something. All oh, right. <laughs> but I think y'all I need to just wait until you get mad so you can find out. Make sure you ain't be something else, black or chocolate. That's my mm. advice.
7: All righty, Mr. Harvey. Oh, man. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. We got to go. Coming up. Oh, man. <laughs> make sure you check out I, I. the Strawberry Letter podcast, too, <laughs> on demand. Coming up 46 after the hour. Michael Jordan opens two clinics for the underprivileged in North Carolina. We what talk did about your dad say? <laughs>
9: <Stop>. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: In trending news from our home station in Charlotte, V101.9, Michael Jordan donated millions of dollars to build two state of the art medical clinics that will offer primary and preventive care along with behavioral health and social support services for people with little right to no health insurance. And Michael Mm -hmm. Jordan, he got emotional during the ribbon-cutting ceremony, saying it was important for him to give back to the community. Also, guys, check this out. Michael Jordan did an interview with Craig Melvin from the Today Show. And -hmm. take a listen when Craig asked Michael Jordan, why is he more outspoken than he used to be? Take a listen. What changed? Why
8: are you more outspoken now than you used to be?
12: You know, when I was playing, my vision and my tunnel vision was my craft. I was a professional basketball player and I tried to do that the best I could. Now I have more time to understand things around me, understand causes, understand you know, issues and you know, problems and commit you know, my, my voice, my financial support to.
8: Looking back on your playing days, do you wish? That perhaps you had been more vocal about certain things.
12: Uh, I never look back and, and change things for whatever reason. I like that.
8: I like that. I like. I like that answer. Uh, he can't change it. He was committed to his craft. The fact of the matter is, what what are you today, and what he is right. today as a great right. filler. This is an incredible move that he's making. But I think people don't have never given Michael Jordan the credit that he's that he deserves. I don't know if people really understand the amount of jobs and opportunities that Michael Jordan has created. And mm-hmm. I think that because he's not as vocal as a LeBron James or a Colin Kaepernick and didn't stand for causes and stuff, like he said, he was dedicated to his While craft as playing. a professional basketball player. But now mm-hmm. He can donate his money and his time to other things. And we all develop as people. And I yeah. think this is a perfect time for him to have developed into who he is now. I mean, oh, you look, man, him donating himself to that craft, that damn jump image Come is global. Here, and enjoy. if you don't yeah. think it's a lot of people with jobs, black and white, because of that jump emblem, you're sadly mistaken. Junior
0: yeah. has it on right yeah. now. He yeah. got a jump man.
8: Jump I bought some Jordan shirts right the other day with the jump man on it. Long sleeve workout shirt. Jordan's, Jordan's still yeah. the dude, man. Yeah, He's still he the dude.
12: Number yeah. one sneaker. Trust me.
8: Yeah, <laughs> That, that he, title he, of greatest like he- basketball player will be his from now on. Yes, he will. Yeah.
12: Yeah.
7: But he's doing great work in his community in North Carolina. All right, coming up, let me tell you guys this. At the uh, top of the hour, we're going to talk more basketball. We talked about Michael Jordan. Now we're going to talk about LeBron James. And Charles Barkley is defending him for all of this drama about China. We'll talk about that. yeah. Yeah, at the top of the hour. I
8: can't say nothing about that. Go ahead.
15: They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. They came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out.
13: You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could
3: you sit there and do something that, you know, will objectively cause more harm in the world?
15: Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: LeBron has been taking a ton of heat for condemning Houston Rockets GM Daryl Morey for posting a pro-Hong Kong tweet and creating this whole, you know, international incident. LeBron says that Mr. Morey wasn't educated on the topic before weighing in on the issue publicly. Now, people were hoping that LeBron would go after China for attempting to, you know— stop people having free speech and punishing people who criticize the government but that really didn't happen so you know LeBron got a lot of backlash about that anyway Charles Barkley defended LeBron TMZ caught up with Charles Barkley take a listen every
12: American company does business in China why should LeBron not
8: be able to protect his financial interests and in the NBA and Nike LeBron is uh, passionate about the things he wants to be passionate about we don't get to tell him what we want him to talk about. For the- I mean, I'm pretty sure there's other stuff going on in other countries. We don't ask their opinion. We don't get free speech in China. You get free speech in the United States. You don't get to impart your values in other countries. It doesn't work like that. I, I can't go to another country and say, we're going to do things our way. Hmm.
12: Like
7: so, Trump? you know, you heard. So what do you guys think? What do you
8: think, Steve? Well,
12: I think he took, took up for him very well. He did. I think he did, mm-hmm. too. And that's
8: true. Mm-hmm. Uh... I think part of what LeBron was trying to say in the beginning was when they were talking about canceling basketball games over there. They have. have. Now the players is over there. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. and you send out this tweet and you got all these American players over there in a communist country. Yeah. This could go any way for them. So I think what LeBron was trying to say, and he didn't Probably said the best way was. I think he was trying to say, "Hey, look, you passing out these tweets? You got us over here. You ain't really educated on what's going on." Mm-hmm. Now that ticked off a lot of the protesters, which I understand because they want to have freedom of speech. But yes Charles right. Barkley yes made a great point: you can't go to another country telling them that you're gonna do it your way over there. It, it don't work that way. It does not lie. work don't. Like that in the real mm-hmm. scheme of things.
0: Still, so over that, in that country. even
8: though freedom yeah. of speech is perfectly fine and well in the United States, but even over here, it's not anymore. Because of all of the movements in the United States, what freedom of speech do we have anymore? Say the wrong thing over here and see what happened to your whole career. Tweet the wrong thing and see what happens to your whole career. So freedom of speech, is overrated yeah. because it applies only to certain people and certain uh, things uh we don't have freedom of speech anymore because now if you freely say what you want to say and somebody complain about it you're gonna pay for that
7: well LeBron just you know just like this example he tweeted what he wanted to right. say and he got uh you know a lot of backlash from that. Um, as for the NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, he said he is still working on rebuilding you know, the relationship with China and doesn't know if the league will go back to play games in China next year. So, mm-hmm. yeah. There you go. That's a lot of money. Yeah. yeah that's as long, long as it. they well, safe.
8: Yeah, you don't want to mm-hmm. offend Chinese people. No, you don't. No. There are Chinese people who want to have freedom of speech. There are Chinese people who live in a communist world. There's Chinese people who are spiritual, practice different faiths and religions. So you can't make a broad sweeping statement about Chinese people. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's touch and go yeah. with it, however you want to say it. That's why I really can't say anything definitive.
7: Right. So we'll keep an eye out on this story. Because hell, we'll keep I'm you scared. Right, as to what the NBA? <laughs> we'll we'll keep you posted on what the NBA is going to do about this. All right, we'll come back at twenty minutes after the hour. We're talking about more trending news. We got some music for you. We got some fun on the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
9: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: This is some crazy news right here. Listen to this, guys. Former NBA great Dennis Rodman was formally charged with battery for allegedly slapping a man in in the at a Florida bar. Now, this was back in May. Dennis Rodman, he has uh, pleaded not guilty to the charge and was celebrating his 58th birthday with 58. friends. 58, snapping he got people. A- <laughs> That's Dennis. <laughs> Come on, Full-fledged
0: man. Dennis Rodman. Come on, now.
8: 58 <laughs> slapping people. Come
12: on. I'd have slapped Dennis' ass back, though. I'm just telling you. I'd have slapped Dennis' <laughs> back. Okay.
6: <laughs> so
7: you. he was celebrating his 58th birthday with friends when he got into an altercation with a man who claims Dennis Rodman slapped him twice with an open hand. Hey, <laughs> the unidentified know. man you said pimp he me? suffered. What? Yes. I don't give a red sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, this is serious, though. This man said he suffered swelling in his face and he filed a police report two days later. If convicted, Dennis Rodman can face up to a year in jail. Oh, yeah. Okay? yeah he, going, well, he, he won't be, be doing a lot of slapping plane plane and in, in
12: there. No. Well, I don't what know. Me? He finna get on you that plane a... and go back over there way his friend is. That's what he finna do. Yeah, once again.
8: <laughs> this is an accusation. Yeah. You know, innocent until proven guilty.
4: Mm-hmm. I've
8: seen a lot mm-hmm. of people bring a lot of charges against people that didn't have any validity to it. He might have slapped him. He may not have. Did he have well, a dress on? You know, Dennis will wear prom
12: dress. I'm just saying.
7: Bridal gal. <laughs>
12: we'll I mean, be you know, back. Put a up, on in a minute. You know
7: that. I don't give a red cent. 33 after. No. We'll be back.
9: You're listening to the Steve
7: Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, Suge Knight just handed over his life to Ray J. Now, the death row founder mm. sold his rights to uh, Ray J, and Suge is in prison for 28 years and trusts Ray J to do right by him and pick the right projects. Suge thinks his life could make a great movie, TV movie, or even a book. Now, keep in mind, you know, Ray J, his investment portfolio, it includes, you know, consumer electronic. You know, he has those electric scooters and, you know, cannabis business. So Ray J is doing his thing. So what do you guys think?
8: Ray uh, J is actually good, a good guy, man. Uh, I, I like had Ray a chance Ray Ray. to talk with him. Oh, I like Ray J. At the um, mm-hmm. Kentucky Derby last year. Really, really, oh, really? cool dude. Okay. I mean, I've known him for years, but we actually sat down. Yeah. Really, really smart, uh-huh. smart kid, man. Have you sat down yeah. and talked to Suge Knight? No, I tried. No, nah, I ain't. I ain't been oh, nowhere nah. where he at. <laughs>
7: You yeah. ain't chopped you I'm not gonna
8: eventually. do. I'm not gonna do my next 28 inside.
7: <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow.
8: So what does he get, Carla? I mean, he gets
12: the rights to do a movie on sugar. What else does he get, though? Is I don't get it. I the think
8: it would be a good more. movie, though. Oh, but I it's so too. it's not. I mean, it's not gonna even rival uh, Compton. You know that movie was yeah. a really really oh, really great movie. Compton? Oh, straight, good. Out of
7: comp, straight out of content was very good yeah. it was excellent yeah it was a really good movie yeah. we know the end And of we, of know, how, shit, we, we you know how what would you all think,
8: think in. Of, what would you all think of this though what would you all what? think of a biopic of the kings of comedy love it uh you know excellent i mean scene. had somebody had I actors like really play the role and show the tour because you yeah. know, this year coming is mm-hmm. 20 years.
0: Mm-hmm.
8: 2020 is the 20 year reunion of the kings of comedy. The wow, movie. Look at the
0: time. Was it was it always peaceful on tour with y'all? Did y'all always get along?
8: Yeah, I mean, you know, we had moments, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, we had some moments back then now, you know, but mostly it wasn't amongst ourselves, it was with people that was with people that was most of the drama backstage. People who would get back like the friends of the promoters would be backstage and bring people and all like that. That was most of the drama. Random people. I mean, mean, we all got along. Said and DL and B, you know, we was Uh all grown. You know, we wasn't backstage arguing and all like this. It wasn't none of that. Do your time, you going long. It wasn't all that, no. Yeah. No, but the problem we had backstage was the people, and then when we toured with the Queens, sometimes Mm -hmm. that's where you know because they crew was back there. Put that in Uh, the movie too, you know. Yes, they go
12: in
7: there. Yeah, they go right in there. We want to see all that. That sounds. That's the opening scene right there. Yeah, I like that. All right, coming up, we will have Steve Harvey's closing remarks happening at forty nine after the hour. You don't want to miss it. Right after
1: this.
9: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: Sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world.
15: Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: All right, guys, we are here. Last break of the day on this Tuesday morning. It's been a busy Tuesday, but it's good. Oh, it's a good here. day. Yeah, we are here. Steve Harvey, you got some closing remarks for us. You're going to drop some knowledge. Yeah, what you got? You know, what you um, feeling?
8: I think the best way for me always is to just uh, be open and honest about my own experiences and my own uh, life. Somebody asked me yesterday, they said, Man, how do you do it? How do you keep going? when things seem to be going so contrary to I'm sure the way you want it to go. And of course, you know, I, I always kind of have an idea of what people are talking about, even though I don't address the majority of it. But the question was a sincere question and they weren't saying it to me to be mean or to get a conversation started. They were seriously asking me, man, how do you keep going? how do you manage to just show up and do your job anyway? When so many things around you seem to be swirling, uh, so many things being said, conversations, anything. I said, well, here's the deal. I have been able to survive all the things in my life because of my faith. I'm just being honest with you. If God did not love me the way he does, if God did not give me and extend to me his grace and his mercy the way he does, I don't know how I would make it. But because I have this unwavering faith, the belief in things that I cannot see, because I understand that he covers me. I understand that Isaiah 54, 17 exists. I understand that Isaiah 1 and two exists, that I can walk through the waters and rivers and not drown and walk through fire and will not be burned, nor will kindling set upon my clothing. I understand that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I understand that there are principalities at work all the time. I understand that the devil's job is to rob me and you of our destiny. And he will challenge that any way he can. If he can't get through to you, he will get through to someone you love. If he can't get through to you, he will get through to somebody you care about. If he can't get through to you, he'll come through a co-worker. If he can't get through to you, he'll come through a supervisor. If he can't get through to you, he'll use social media. He gonna find a way to get to you to shake your faith. The thing that maintains me in all of it is my unwavering faith in him. That God's promises are true. That he promised never to leave me. That he promised that he would be there. An ever-present presence in my life, that he would always never forsake me. That when it looks like it's going all wrong, that he is behind the scenes working on my behalf and behind the scenes working on your behalf. That relationship that I formed over the years with God, that I've tightened up this year, is the reason I can stand and face all of my trials and tribulations and stand strong and still go to work and keep a smile on my face and keep moving forward. The fact that I handle my triumphs and my tragedies the exact same way. The fact that you can't look at me and see no signs of struggle on me. It is because of my unwavering faith. The reason my faith is able to stay so strong is because I've discovered in my 62 years of living that God has kept me even in moments when I didn't know how I was gonna be able to keep myself. Because when you have a relationship with God and you're leaning on his promises and all of his promises are true, what do you have to worry about? What can man do to you? If God is with you, who can be against you? Who? What problem or what person can you name or come up with that's greater than God? I can't, I can't think of anything. What problem do you have that's bigger than God? I can't think of anything. What situation do you think that God can't bring you through If you look back on your life and realize that he's brought you through every other one you've ever been in, every situation I've ever been in, God has cleared me through that one. He's done the same thing for you. Just look back. Name the one thing that God hasn't brought you through. Name it. If he ain't brought you through it, he's currently pulling you through it right now. You know how I know that's true? Because you can hear me. God is a very present help in a time of trouble. The the reason I have a relationship with God is so when I get in moments like these, I don't have to introduce myself to him. He has heard me before. I have called him on a daily basis when it's going good and when it's going bad. So when it go bad and I show up, he recognizes me that I am his and he is mine. That's why I can keep my head up. Y'all do the same. Y'all have a great weekend. Those are my closing remarks. I'm not ready to drop the mic. Y'all have a great weekend. Yeah. You, yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, you did. Yes, yeah, sir. You did.
0: Nailed it.
10: For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarveyFM.com.
9: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce.